Welcome to season four of the 15-ish minute coffee chat, a conversation every business owner needs to hear. Yes, today we are hosting Celine Casamina of Business Consulting Resources. We're going to be talking about how to best set up the next generation to succeed. But before we introduce Celine, can you tell us in the comments, are you currently working in a family business or if not currently, are you have you worked in a family business ever? Yeah. Tell us in the comments. Do yeah, it, do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, that's what this show is all about is family. Yes. Yes. No, for sure. Um, I'm excited for today's guest. One, because she comes and hails from my home in Hawaii on Oahu. And I'm so excited. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and start like introducing Celine. I'm going to bring up her bio, right, Anna? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Let's not mess around. No, okay, you guys. Like, not only is this woman like gorgeous, but she's like the smartest cookie around. And I am excited that I like get to know who she is. So Celine was born and raised in Hawaii and grew up with a strong tie to family values, as well as a family business founded by her parents. The Casamina family started the mortgage company House of Finance with a goal of helping families reach their dreams of owning a home. She spent summers with her siblings helping at the family business. Don't we all when we have a family business um, starting at the copy machine and working her way up to interacting with clients and very early on was inspired by the entrepreneurial mindset and worth ethic of her parents. Wow. I, I mean, like, I love that. I right? love that. Yes. I, I mean, I can I just tell you, I started off working in my dad's office and I was like, nope. <laughs> You never made it past the copy machine is what you're saying. Is I that never, what it is? Well, I didn't even make it to the copy machine. I was like the file girl when I was like 12. <laughs> but anyway, uh, her story. So let's bring her on. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Hi, 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 everyone. Good morning or good afternoon, wherever yeah. we are located today. Yes. Well, I mean, we all know, though, like she works for a firm that is from Hawaii to New York. So she is used to talking to people in many different time zones. And so, Celine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to I, be here. Yes. Um, hey, Anna, you know what time it is. Yeah. It's time for us to do our coffee cup selfie. Okay. Yes. Selfie. Yeah. So let me put this little thing up here, right here. I'm going to turn yes. off this. Take this one off. Take, okay, I, there we go. I went and I got my Hawaii Starbucks mug today nice. for I've you. I've been so excited about this step. I've been really excited. <laughs> you bring, bring my mug. <laughs> like, what's the hardest? It's a little chipped, but has been That's glued okay. back together. <gasps> See? Strong things, cup. It very strong cup. Okay, <laughs> let's take our little <laughs> selfie here, guys. One, two, three. Yay! Okay, that was amazing. That was um, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so real, real fast, we were talking to Celine in the back, and I'm going to bring this comment up because um, if you all don't know what was happening, <laughs> Texas had a winter storm last week, and we were telling Celine like how it was uh, literally like eight degrees. You couldn't drive on the roads. There was snow everywhere. You were blinded if you walked out because it was just like, you know? Um, and so Anna was also, they were without power and, yeah. and what do besties do? Besties make sure that they're good. So her family, we lived together for a couple of days and we were literally in the, 
we were in the same room working, <laughs> not working. We found it to be very convenient. Our spouses maybe not so exciting as Selena and I had, you know, as far as like <laughs> having a great time. They were, but we, I'm just gonna say the Larson family, my family so appreciated it. I mean, when the temperature inside our house was dip, dipping into the freezing zone of below 40 degrees, I was like, we're out of here. This is not, I can't do this anymore. We have no more blankets to put on top. So yeah, crazy Texas weather, but now it's a sunny 68 degrees outside and it's gorgeous. And now the snow's melted and it's like nothing even happened. Yeah. So, and Wow. And we, when Celine popped on, the first thing Anna had said was, you got a nice little glow tan on you, you know? And she's feeling like, very blessed to be an employee <laughs> this week. But, I mean, not the best circumstances, but you guys were under the right. same roof for the first time in probably a long time. So yeah. just yeah. happy to hear you guys are safe and Aww. now warming up. Yeah. Thanks, Celine. Yeah, um, can I just say this before we get into the first question is I just, I am so highly impressed and inspired by Celine. Um, you know, she is actually one of our clients and, um, and I'm not saying this because she's a client, but just like, you know, when you can go into a space with other individuals and you just leave going, wow, like this woman is like gonna go places because she is so <laughs> smart. She is so driven. She like, I don't know, there's all these things, but I just wanna make sure I say that Celine, because you yeah. truly are like, I wanna be like you. I, I say this to a lot of, you know, like really empowering females, but I really wanna be like you when I grow up. I want my daughter to be like you when she grows up. Oh so. my goodness. Yeah. No pressure wow. on today's show. Wow. We talk about that... you all the time, and every yeah. time it's the same. We're both of us just so impressed with you. You're just yeah. well spoken. So we're excited yeah. for our guests, for not guests, our viewers to hear what you have to say today yeah. because yeah. you're so good at what you do, and it shows. Yeah. So I'm so, so excited to chat yes. with you guys, and the feeling is very much so reciprocated, guys. I love chatting with you every Aww. time we jump off of a call. I'm like, yes, we're ready to do it. <laughs> Onwards! Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm going to shift. I'm going to shift some of our phases around because we're going to okay. bring up. Let's see here. Let's it's see our if I mental this right. question of the day. Yes. So, All right. We have a question for you. Okay. Um, this is just. Kind of a starter question that's given to us by our mental health barista Lauren Brune, and um, it's it's one of those that's just supposed to start the conversation and evoke some kind of deeper inner thinking. And our question for you today is: What has influenced your ideas about success? Wow, that's a great question, and I think it's matched up really perfectly with the fact that our topic today is around family business. Um, I think one of the most enlightening things that I've learned as it relates to success in your personal journey is that the voice you have to listen to the most is your own. Um, I think for the most part, as it comes to happiness, people are comfortable with the idea that that has to be defined from within, right? That you define your own idea of happiness and what that means to you. With success, however, I, I don't think that's the case. You know, is it the big white house on the hill with the white picket fence, you know, the family with two kids, the top role in your company, 
Um, is that still, you know, the model idea of success? And is there only one type of person or, or model that can fit that? Um, I don't think so. And I think I've seen time and time again, especially with the clients I work with, you know, being in family business, that you really have to define your own version of success. Mm -hmm. um, and that in itself is going to take you down your own path to get there. Um, especially as it relates to family business, you see this a lot with different generations coming into the leadership. Um, kids struggling with this idea of having to fill their parents' shoes and having to follow the exact same path or, or meet the same metrics. Um, and it's just, you know, it's not the case that, that the definition of success fits for everyone. And so to this answer, I have to say, I've really looked inward, right? It's what do I want success to look like for myself? And that may look very different from my parents. It may look very different from my siblings. Um, that being said, growing up around a family business and having a really close family unit, uh, my parents have always been an inspiration to me. I've seen how hard that they've worked. So it's not just about the end goal, I think. It's really about the process and what you do with it. Uh, my parents use their success not only to support their family, but to support their communities. And that's always been something that's very important to me. So yeah, my my short answer is really looking in and and talking with yourself about what's important to you, what your values are, what your ideal is. I love that. So here's one of the things I love most about what you said is that is that it's not just about the end goal, but the process and the journey along the way. And I yeah. loved that because then you brought in how your family supports their family you know, first, but also the community. And so you see like this, it's like that ripple effect, right? So it just starts to spread. So your version of success, if you're feeling confident and comp and like you've accomplished something, you'll see that, that ripple effect happen throughout mm -hmm. your entire community. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, my favorite was, yeah, when you said, um, you know, define what success is for yourself. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like my idea of success is different from Anna's and just remembering that. So that way there's no, like, sometimes people don't realize and they set like those goals, like, well, Anna set these goals. I'm going to set the same goals. And then your that happiness is not in there. The joy that you get from what you're wanting to succeed in. Um, and then it goes to the mental health. You're not in the happy place, right? Of what exactly. doing what you want to do. Exactly. And then you're in competition with someone else that's completely yes. irrelevant to you in your life. And yes. instead of just trying to be the best version of yourself, whether it's your personal life, your professional life, yeah, whatever that is, you know, there's no reason to be in competition with others when you can just support one another and focus on, you know, meeting your best standard for yourself and, and staying true to what's important to you. That's so you smart. Right. You see why I say <laughs> Selena is like this, like, and she's younger. I want to be her age too. But that, um, yeah, just saying. I think entrepreneurs fall into that hole so easily because we see somebody else doing something similar to us and think, ah, they've got so many more clients or they've got so many more connections or they're making so much more money than I am. Why am I not successful like them? 
And so I really love that idea of really sitting back and saying, wait, what does success at my stage look like right now? It's not that. That's my future, maybe. Let's take it back a step and say, where am I currently at now? I love that. That is so totally. It's very thought provoking for me today, you know? Yeah. I hope everyone takes a second to think about, you know, what they want their week to look like, what they want their next year to look like, and really hone in on that, right? What What is true to you? And I know yeah. that's way easier said than done, right? Like, oh, don't look at the person next to me or <laughs> don't no, feel but I think it's Im- sometimes. It's important to set that, like, to. I think if you manifest it, and, you know, Anna and I did this manifesting thing uh, show a couple of months ago where we, if you manifest something, if you say it out loud in the universe, then, you know what I mean? Yeah, at least you're uh, setting the mindset to be like going down this path. So yeah, do what Celine says, everybody just say it out loud <laughs> and help manifest that. So, um, yeah. well, and the other key I think is she said, what, what, the, what is your success going to look like today, this week, this month? Like it's baby yeah. steps, you know, yeah. it's not like my success is like you said, the big mansion on the hill and millions of dollars. No, yeah. today, success for me today is I got dressed, man. It has been a week. <laughs> I am <Right>. here. <laughs> I and am some days that's what it has to be, right? Yeah. Some days that is what you have to be proud of yourself for. And that's absolutely okay. And I think we have to celebrate the small wins. Yeah. Um, I think we have to recognize that in most cases, you're not going to see this exponential change where you're like, okay, today I'm here. Tomorrow I am going to be that billionaire who had everything I dreamed of overnight, you know, it's, it's a process. Like I said, it, it really is about the process and about being mindful. And like you said, Selena, you know, putting your, um, putting it out there into the universe. I think that has meaning because it's about doing things with intention, right? You're very intentional about knowing what you want Mm -hmm. and taking the steps to get there. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, I can only awesome. say so many times why I, I like really do truly do like being in Celine's space. And I can only imagine that her clients in Hawaii, well, wherever they are, because they can be from wherever, um, just this is kind of like they have the right person on their team. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely. OK, so we're going to move into the next stage because, um, you know, we, what we love to do this season is we started to ask our guests, like, what is your favorite toolkit that you love to, to use? And mm-hmm. Celine had gave us a couple and we we decided this was going to be our toolkit that we're going to talk about today is email. And I know you're going to be like, what do you mean email? Like, yeah, I, Super I creative, Celine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, but I think here's what here's what I think a lot of people don't realize is yes, one, make sure you have a line of communication that people can like connect with you too. And that is email. Anybody can email anybody anywhere. If you're using just only Facebook Messenger or instant, you know, Instagram DM, only people on those platforms can message you. So email is a universal way to kind of create that line of communication. Um, I will say this, Celine knows it, Anna knows it, is, you know, use your professionalism and, you know, get those domain-owned emails, you know. Um, I think it adds a lot of credibility. Um, And when I was thinking about it, I, you know, we always research when we're doing stuff and it's free advertising for your business. So Mm -hmm. when Celine is emailing her clients, 
you know, and if there's, if they love what Celine said, they forward it to their people. They're, those people are like, oh, well, everybody always looks at the, the end part of the, the at, right? Like, mm -hmm. and then they say, okay, I'm going to go check out the website. Um, and when you grow, those domain owned emails can stay on brand for a new team member. So I'm just, ladies, if you want to chime in, uh, Celine, what's yeah. your thoughts on, on, have you had clients that like, that not used email as a form of communication? No, I have okay. not. Um, and, you know, there's so many cool new tools that have come up, different modes of communication now. And with everything going digital, there's so many different options for you to choose from in terms of, right. you know, reaching out to different people, whether it's clients or colleagues or partners or future connections that you haven't made yet. And I think, you know, each of those different platforms has its own merit and has its own purpose. But I, you know, never underestimate the power of a well written, professional, branded email. Um, <laughs> I, I know that I was typing this in and um, in the prep for this and I was like, I'm really going to write down my email as one of my favorite <laughs> tools. But it's true. You know, it's like you said, it's universal. Um, you can really showcase your professionalism through a well-crafted email. There are so many different ways that you can include your branding within that, even just having the proper domain, right? Versus someone handing you a business card with, you know, at Gmail versus at business name, even if you're a startup that just launched yesterday, that's a completely different image and feel from the client side. Um, and there's so many different ways you can showcase your brand in the signature, um, in the header, where, you know, there's so many different ways to play with email that doesn't have to be the typical like corporate idea of boring email message that I think a lot of us may have in our heads. Um, shout out to Anna and Selena, my company, BCR, or um, the company I'm a consultant with. You know, we are celebrating our 40th anniversary this year, which is huge. Yay. As of actually February this year is our 40th anniversary. Um, and with that, we did a completely rebranded new website. Um, so we updated all of our email signatures. We're planning on putting a 40th anniversary seal in our email so that anyone who opens up a message from any of us will see right away, wow, they've been in business for 40 years. That's a huge celebration, huge accomplishment. Um, and, you know, with email, you can you can literally reach out to a new connection and, and it won't be weird or, or off-putting. Um, and obviously, it's a wonderful way to communicate with anyone, your partners, clients, colleagues, friends. Um, it's just such a solid tool. So I know that we have all of these great new platforms and tools to use, but never underestimate the power of a well-written, nicely branded email. Yes. It's also a great way to just keep a record of things that have happened you know i mean one of it's like a must after a conversation you send the recap right you have the conversation with the client you send the recap so that three three weeks down the road when you're like what was supposed to be happening you can go back to those emails and just take a look at it i mean it's like totally a, it's like that documentation hub yeah, I'm a huge fan. The number of, of times I've searched my inbox, I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that person's <laughs> name that I met Every at that day. conference two yes. years ago? <laughs> yes, exactly. Every day. We will not talk about my inbox, like, um, 
like hoard, you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> yes, I am an email fan and that is where I keep the important documents for reference, you know? Um, thank you. Actually, Celine, I love that you did talk about like including like a signature, like in your emails. And that mm -hmm. is so important. Um, you know, and, and yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I could go on yeah. and on, but I mean, you know, well, you guys tell us emails, yeah. do you yes. do it? And are you doing yeah. it branded with your domain? If you, if you don't, I want to know what you're doing that allows you to not have to use email at some point yeah. in your career too. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to know that too. If you yeah. right. what right. has replaced email for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, I will say one thing I was I was talking about, like, you know, obviously not everybody has like the money to, you know, invest in like Google Suite and like get, you know, like that's what I use, but I know it's a, a monthly paid thing. But you know, right. if you if you got a website, look and there's usually a lot of of web hosts that offer the free webmail that goes with your domain. So mm -hmm. you can still have that branded webmail so you can create your newsletters. You know, you need a branded in order to uh, do those, but just, you know, just look at it. There's cheap ways right now. I, I, I will say though, my web post always says when you can get off of webmail and go on to a more email software suited uh, platform, that's what he suggests, but it's a great way to get started and to make sure that mm -hmm. that's what you're using, you know? Yeah. So exactly. yes. Okay. Yeah. What, what are we talking about next? Like, well, <laughs> next up we have our espresso shot question is, which is really the meat in the core of what we wanted to yeah. bring Celine on for yeah. today. So yeah. Celine works with business consulting resources. And part of what they do is they work with family owned businesses. And as per Celine's bio, she has previously worked within even her own family business. And now she's this consultant that works with people from Hawaii all the way to New York, different companies um, and family businesses that are in this process of transitioning or succession planning or, you know, leadership shifting, all these kinds of things. So our question for you today, Celine, is how does a family business best navigate that transition of leadership by with allowing two things? I'm going to put two little caveats in here. The first is keeping the goals of the existing leadership so they are comfortable with the transition. and But also the second thing is then allowing the innovation and ideas from the next generation to come into play. That's a big question. So here, yeah, I'm big question. Okay. No, it's, it's a really important question and it's, you know, probably the number one question with those caveats that comes to play as we talk about family business, even before the actual succession of, you know, leadership comes into play. Um, and it's tricky. It's so tricky. It's not a one size fits all solution. There are a lot of tools out there for family businesses. There are a lot of assessments. Um, that family businesses can use, but it really is a specific plan for each family that's required. And you think about the relational dynamics in a family, right? Leave business aside. You think about the relational dynamics within a family, and those are very complex. Um, and there are so many different dynamics that could be taking play, like the husband and wife dynamic, the parent and child dynamic, even, you know, mother to child, father to child is, is a different dynamic. Um, and you think about your own families. Um, 
how complex that can be and how emotional that can be. And then you bring that into a family business setting. Um, then you have the professional dynamics. You have non-family member employees and colleagues. Um, so it really is quite a quite a web that you have to be mindful of as you navigate that succession. And um, you know, a couple of things: communication, communication, communication is key. Um, you know, having the trust to be able to communicate openly and transparently is huge. And I know you tend to automatically think, okay, well, it's a family, so the the trust is there. So that's not an issue. That tends not to be the case. It's not that they don't trust each other, but with all of these different dynamics, um, it gets a little more complicated. And so building these families up to the point where they can have really open and raw and transparent conversations, the difficult conversations have to be had. Um, otherwise, you're building up resentment, you're making up stories in your head about what the other side might be thinking or saying. So communication is so key. Um, and oftentimes, you really have to force that you have to force difficult conversations. Because I don't know of too many siblings out there who want to come to the table and say, here's what I see you need to improve, right? Here's where you need to be more accountable. Here's what I need on my end as a professional, as a member of this business, this is where I need you to, to, to step up. Um, and it's never too early to start working on this. So, you know, ownership and actual title changes, that's all something that can come down the line, but it's never, too early to start on working on the family business dynamics. Um, we see this quite a bit in, in our line of work where a family will come to us when, you know, mom and dad are ready to exit the company and they're like, all right, we, we, just, we just want this done. We want this done and taken care of. Um, and we're like, okay, well, we probably should have started the process three years ago. So it is something that takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. There's a lot that has to be developed, just like in any other business, right? The leadership doesn't just step in and um, boom, bam, we're done, we're clear. So it takes a lot of time for the current generation to have the confidence in the generation coming in. And it takes time for that generation coming in to to feel like they have the support and the power to start stepping into those roles. Um, so that's that's really key is that you have to take the right amount of time to do this. It's not something you can rush and you have to communicate. Um, most often we see, you know, two different sides looking at the same situation in a completely different light. Right. They may have very different behavioral styles. They may have very different leadership styles, which is all great, but it can be difficult if you're not talking the same language. And so we yeah. see this a lot. Right. They're just missing each other. And so setting up that platform where they can speak to each other and actually understand, OK, I, I'm hearing this. You're saying this. How do we how do we meet here? How do we start having these conversations where we can understand each other and recognize that we are different? We have different skill sets, um, but that's okay. That we don't have to be 
the exact same person to be valuable to this company. So communication and, and time is really key in the transition. Um, I want to be mindful if we have any comments. Okay, I just see the comments popping up and I want to make sure I'm getting anyone's specific questions. Yeah, it's, it's tricky stuff. It, it really is. And we do, you know, at BCR, um, we focus on, you know, individual development. So we'll look at developing, you know, not just professionally, but overall, right, developing this person as a whole to see one, is this something they really want to do? Does working in the family business really fulfill their passions and goals? Mm -hmm. um, do they have the professional skill sets to be able to fill that role, right? It's not just, okay, you're in the family. So here you go, here's a position for you. So it takes a lot of work from all angles to make sure that this is the right fit. Um, and we also have to keep in mind, you know, just because you are the heir apparent doesn't mean you're going to fill the same role that maybe your mom did or your dad did. There may be a completely different role for you within the company. Um, and that's totally okay. And that goes back to our opening question, right, is what does success look like? Um, honoring each family member's unique skill set and style is important instead of fitting everyone or trying to squeeze them into a mold that doesn't work for them so it takes a lot of work to understand on an individual level you know where where do you see your best fit um where can we develop you what what are your growth goals and how do we get to that how do we get to that end goal, right? What's our path for you as an individual? Then you look at the family unit, right? What is the family constitution? What is your plan as a family? What are your rules? Is it always family first and then business? Is it business first and then family? Is it family first, but not to the detriment of the business? Um, and so there are so many different ground rules that you have to lay out with a family. And that's that's why I say it's never too early to start working on this. You may not be ready to do an actual leadership transition. It may not even be something that's on your mind, but working with those dynamics, the different relationships, um, that's, that's never too early to start with that because there's too much on the line, right? It's not just your business, it's, yeah. it's your entire family. Um, so it's, you know, there, there's a framework and a set of tools that you can use to help with succession, but, um, ultimately, you know, you have to pay very close attention to that family relationship and what that dynamic is. And we've seen it, you know, we've seen different cousins working together who are competing for the same role. We've seen, you know, the classic, mom is ready to retire, dad doesn't want to let go, kids don't feel, you know, supported to, to take anything on. Um, you know, we've seen in-laws working together with a whole slew of interesting dynamics there. Um, and just the communication, I can't stress this enough, but being able to be honest with your family members in a way that you probably weren't, um, you know, that vulnerability and saying, you know, I have my professional hat on right now, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you not as a sister or as a daughter, but looking at our business, here's what we need and here's what we need to work on. It's not easy. Um, and especially to say, you know, I think you're underperforming here. I think we can do better here. Those are really hard conversations to have, but having the difficult conversations now will prevent any resentment or breakage down the line. And that's something we have to 
make very clear there are a lot of family members who say, I don't want to bring the conflict in here. You know, that's not why I brought you guys in and brought you in so that there wouldn't be any conflict. I think it's important to remember um, it's not that conflict doesn't exist. Um, you have to work through it to get to the other side. And there are more productive ways to do that than bottling it up and hoping that it doesn't explode later. Uh, you that know, so I'm just, so, you know, one, I just, the, some of the takeaways, I don't know if you can hear me because I keep apparently um, having Siri pop up on my Mac here as we're talking. I can hear you. <laughs> but um, Anna, it's, it's like, in anything but set your framework up is, and the communication is so key to really having a successful succession, right? Like, yeah. um, and really laying that groundwork for, hey, this is where I see you taking over. So they know clearly what's, you know, the expectation is and it doesn't meet their expectation. And if not, it opens that door to be able to communicate with each other. Cause you're right, it's not just like, hey, Hey kid, number one, you're going to like work with me when you're 18. You know what I mean? It, it, right. it, yeah. it, it, it can't, it's not like that. Like, right. I, you know, and there is so much to think about when you do have this. And I immediately think of one of my other clients. They're actually a father and son. I literally want to leave this and go and say to them, Hey, like, let's talk about this. How has that been yeah. for you guys? How do you, yeah. you know, and that yeah. dynamic. And just when you even said like, well, how do you prioritize and put like, do you put, the business before the family is there a, you know there's this or is it the family before the I don't know there's so much so much there's so much and you yeah. really have to look at it from a holistic perspective right you can't you can work on things in pieces as you start to zoom in and you know focus on different areas but when you work with the family business and you're looking at the succession you really have to look at all of the aspects involved right you have to look at everyone including the members of the business who aren't in the family um and it gets more complicated as you know there are more generations involved or there are more yeah. family members involved um different owners right you can have non-active you know family members who own pieces of the company but don't actually actively work in the company so you know the more layers that there are in there the more complex they become but you really have to think about all of those layers in order to have a, a successful transition um this is something that we actually were talking about internally so the team at bcr you know we have a fantastic team at BCR who works with family businesses. All of us have come from family businesses. Um, our team has spent so many years working with different family businesses. You name it, the dynamic, we've probably seen it. Um, there's so often in family business succession planning a focus on the next generation. So it's always, okay, what does the next gen need to develop? What skill sets do they need to build? Um, how do they start doing um, you know, business development, what do we need to train them on? Where are they, you know, lacking? Um, what are their, some of their weaknesses? It's always a focus on the next gen, right? So the next generation coming in. Um, what we've noticed in our company, and we, we really try to work on very um, diligently, because it's just as important is the generation going out. So one, how do we ensure that they have the confidence to hand over the reins to, you know, people in their eyes, they've seen as their little babies, right? You're a parent, you're always gonna, 
look at your child, not just as the individual they are, but as your child, that's part of the relational dynamic that simply exists because of that relationship. Um, you know, what do we need to do for the current generation or the generation that's exiting to make them feel confident? You know, to your, the first caveat of your question, Anna, was, you know, keeping the goals of the existing leadership and keeping what they have in mind part of the process. Um, so often we're just looking at the next gen and saying, what do you need to work on? Um, equally so, you have to be mindful of that current gen. And you think about, you know, this is the business that they've built up, that they've spent their entire lives growing and, and building. What's next? Yeah. You know, that's part of their identity as a family business, as either the founders or, you know, the leadership who's been in charge for decades. What's next? You know, what is your evolving purpose? What's the next step in, in your process? So just as much as we have to help the next generation grab holds of, you know, the company and start to take a more active leadership, we have to help that current generation have the confidence to allow that to happen and also give them the tools that they need to let go, if you will. Um, yeah. And so it really is a holistic perspective that you have to take when you're working with family businesses. I really, when you very first were talking and then you literally just followed up kind of my favorite point of what you were saying today. Like I, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, what would it be like? I mean, my dad saw me and my mom, I, like they saw me in my teenage years, you know, that was not pretty. <laughs> that was not always wonderful. That was not right. always confidence building where they're like, yes, we want to just hand this over to you. So I did love that you said that that older generation needs to find the confidence and the younger generation has to find feel that support from those parents. And that connection is what's going to create the successful transition. If they're both feeling that, then, then that's when the, the good transition, the positive transition can happen. I can't even, but you brought in so many different pieces and twists and turns that I hadn't even considered as, as part of being something you would have to think about in a family business. So I'm just mm -hmm. gonna say to anybody out there listening, if you are in a family business and you are getting ready for this process, Celine, is at www.businessconsultingresources.com and I highly recommend finding a consultant like Celine that can walk you through Absolutely. those steps. Holy cow, I can't even imagine as a as a part of that family trying to navigate that without an outside independent source of like wisdom and knowledge and yes. uh, you know when tempers get hot or when people are apathetic to be able to say, hey, if this isn't really what you want, speak up now because, you know, it's a big yeah, deal. A third them. party perspective, a third yes. party perspective is so incredibly yes. helpful and, and important, not just in family business and um, all of the consulting mm -hmm. we do, having an outside Absolutely. perspective is really helpful. Yeah. Having an unbiased perspective in family business succession is mm -hmm. huge. Um, right. You know, part of what we do is just facilitating meetings. I, I mentioned, you know, communication around the difficult subjects and yeah. part of what we do is simply you know mediating these these meetings where family members come together and have to be very vulnerable and transparent yeah. and 
having that outside perspective that can kind of pull everyone back up. Yeah. Right? We're here. Okay. Now we're talking like CEO to GM, but sometimes we're talking like, you know, mother and daughter and cousin and right. in-law. Um, and it gets jumbled up and it gets emotional and it's sometimes hard to see, you know, the forest from the trees. And so we are yeah. able to come in and yeah. have that outside perspective and say, you know, you're saying all of this, but what I'm really hearing, um, what this? keeps bubbling back up is that, you know, you have an issue with this person that is actually completely separate from this business issue that you keep bringing up. Um, and so it, it's so crucial to have a third party perspective. Um, yeah. Obviously, when you're having conversations with family members that can get really sticky, it it is obviously helpful to have someone who's not part of the family who knows your family well that you can trust yeah. um, that can help you guys bridge that gap in the communication it, and the perspective. I Literally, Celine, having this conversation, like Anna had just said earlier, there were so many things you had brought up that I even, I mean, I'm would I love my daughter to kind of take over this business I'm building? Yes. But what does that look like? And I just, I think the smartest thing you can do for your business is have a consultant like Celine come in and help navigate that, like that murky water of uncertainty, mm -hmm. especially if it's the first line, right? Of like, it's mm -hmm. first to second and not second to third, but like, um, generations, like I, it just would, it would be in the best benefit to have that person come in and help you navigate through that. And I just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm well, like, I think it was, yeah. it was her example of a child saying to a parent, Hey, this is where you need to step up your game and you're failing. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a hard conversation to have with a, a parent or an aunt right. or an uncle or a grandparent right. or whoever it is that's been a person of importance and authority in your life for so long and to be able to be mm -hmm. like, listen, you're just not cutting it right now. Yeah. And this right. is how things need to change. So yeah. yeah. And then go home and have Christmas dinner with them. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. right. That's, and that's a rule we see yeah. a lot in like family constitutions is no business talk at, you know, holidays. Yeah. And no business talk at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you know, it's, very nuanced and very complicated and there's so many layers like you guys said right it's what's in the best interest of the family overall what's in the best yeah. interest of the individuals what's in the best interest of the business right we yeah. at the end of this we can't forget that you also have to look at the actual financial feasibility and the business right. health um from a purely business perspective and once again murky waters mm -hmm. right yeah. murky yeah. waters there so right. Oh my gosh. Okay. We could talk about this is, yes, this is exactly <laughs> why we wanted, you know, and Celine and what's here's what's funny, right? Celine is not the expert at this in the, she's one of the experts, right? So, but she still gave, um, a like amazing starter. <laughs> I mean, this is like amazing, like insight into what you should think about when you are thinking about the family business and what that looks like. Um, you know, and, I'm so glad we had you on talking about this. I mean, we had other topics too, uh, female empowerment in yeah. the workforce, which Celine is amazing. Maybe we can have her come back on another season with her partner, Lisa, who we absolutely love and adore. Um, Cause that would be fun, but uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Celine, thank you for that. Like, seriously, that was such great stuff. Like I, I like my mind is literally like, I know, mine, mine you too. Know? Not, I don't. I don't have a family business in that sense right now. But just 
thinking like, I'm just how to my, set that up. My family is a series of we are we're all entrepreneurs. We all own mm-hmm. our own business. And so mm-hmm. I'm just thinking in terms of like watching that start as we get older and our children grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much good information. I'm going to come back yeah. and rewatch this in like 10 years and be like, all right, Celine, what did you say? <laughs> right. I hope right. you call me in 10 years. Yes. I will call you going in 10 years. Through it. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, okay. As much as I would love to continue, we are going to transition into our, the, yeah. the, the slowly ending of our show. Not slowly. The we need slow to make it quick, ending. right? Because we're... <laughs> We're so all over the place, but um, we love uh, this. Celine, seriously, thank you so much again. Thank you. Um, thank we want to br- <laughs> bring up our tip jar, which is um, also from a previous guest. She is a CFO expert. Well, she's not an expert. She is an expert in this, the financial world. She is mm-hmm. a CPA. Um, anyway, let me pop this up here. Um, and this is her tip for this week, which is when paying yourself, transfer the money from your business account to your personal. Do not pay for personal items from your business bank account. Very important. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And hey, if you don't have a business bank account, go get one. Like if, if you're mm-hmm. a step behind this tip, Start with a business bank account. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's so, so crucial. Yeah. So Caitlin, thank you again. You can follow her on Instagram at Caitlin Eldridge. She is awesome. She has tips. She's also a mom of four, um, yeah. how she does it all. And she's a military spouse. So go support. Support. There's many reasons to support her. Um, and then our next thing is. Yeah. You know, we. Next week, we've got Ray Johnson coming on from Johnson Law Group. We're going to have some lawyery, very lawyery discussions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then just to kind of end our show, you can always find us at annaandselina.com. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. I was like, wait a minute. Hold before. I always forget this part. Every single time. Celine, can you please tell everyone first how to find you so that if they're yes. looking for you, they can connect with you. Absolutely. Find me on my LinkedIn, Celine Casamina, my first and last name. Um, I think Anna and Selena put our BCR website down in the comments box. So you can find us at businessconsultingresources.com. Um, please feel free to reach out if you have any questions about family business or anything we chatted about today. Would love to yes. continue the conversation. Yes. No. Yes. So go find her. If you're not connecting with her on LinkedIn, it's like, I love LinkedIn. It is a great way to network and connect and get great resources. It's not just about finding a job. Mm -mm. It's it's a new way to network, especially in this. I, yes, I love crazy world. So, okay. So I apologize. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to move forward again. (laughs) Rewind. (laughs) Right. So go find us at annandselena.com. We're on Facebook and YouTube for the 15-ish minute coffee chat. And then we're uploading all of our live streams to podcasts. So you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Yes. We would love to have you subscribe. That would be awesome. And we'd love to see you every week. So yes. Celine, we just want to say thank you again for this amazing conversation. Yeah, You brought so much good information out. Um, this is something that I think, you know, people don't really stop to think about until maybe it's almost too late. And so right. I love, yeah, I love that uh, we have this conversation today. And I think it's going to be super helpful for a lot of our listeners out there. 
for sure. Awesome. All right. Thank Always you again, a pleasure Celine. chatting with you guys. Thank yeah. you, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Bye, guys. See you next week.